0: Hey guys, this is Dawn with the Two Hot Tamales podcast. And I just wanted to preface this episode by letting you know that I lost the second half of the podcast and Charles has asked me to do an intro, an intro saying that I lost the second half of the podcast. I use Spotify for podcasters and this happens a lot. Not sure if it's me or if it's them, I'm pretty sure it's us. But the second half of our podcast was fire, so it's going to live in my memory forever and in Charles's memory forever, but unfortunately, you guys won't get to hear it. Um, So yeah, uh, I hope you enjoy this short 30-minute podcast. Uh, We'll be bringing another one to you next week, and we appreciate all you guys listening to us and supporting us, all 25 of you. Um, just kidding. So as we enter this holiday season, um, we hope to bring you more of our stories and just keep you guys laughing, maybe give you something to listen to as you drive to work or while you're working. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoy this one. It's gonna be a shorty. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye. Okay, you think they do?
1: you were don't throw your mouse at me i know you're no. like thinking
0: you okay just go let's start this shit <laughs> show right. let's start the show
1: <laughs> i'm pissed i'm I, beast. I, i'm scared somebody send help um hey friends welcome <laughs> to the do you to podcast <laughs> this is charles and i'm here with don say hi Don. hi guys and today we are just gonna we're just gonna start talking and because we got some we've got some things to discuss
0: hell yeah the, i want to start out with the yeah. it's raining today in yeah. dallas
1: finally i mean so i get i know that you're irritated because you've been sitting in traffic for about 100 hours
0: i so. am so irritated and that's i, I mean
1: that's uh-huh. why i think that's why i think people in those you know huge metropolitan cities like why they're so angry all the time road rage yeah, I mean, it's a real thing. Like when I lived in oh, LA, yeah, it is. I I literally lived, I think it was seven miles from my job, but yeah. it would take me an hour to get to work.
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: And it was, I was just like, that's one of the, that was literally one of the major reasons why I moved to Texas. Really? Because Yeah, because I was like, I am spending so much time in my car. Mm. going from one place to the other mm-hmm. rather than actually, you know, participating in my life. Yeah. You know, um, that I was like, this is for me it was a quality of life thing. So mm. um, you know, I just th- that was a really big deal for me. And I because mm-hmm. I and I would get really I get super frustrated. Yeah. Because I get really angry at stupid drivers.
0: Oh, you yeah, you got the potential for the oh, the yeah. road rage friend.
1: Yeah, right. Like he even gets like he gets on me. he was like, "Why are you screaming? <laughs> I'm like because it it helps me like release this tension and anger that I have towards these people because See, it's just it's infuriating.
0: I used to be that way. Mm-hmm. I used to get like road ragey, yeah, but like, I'll chase you down the road type shit oh wow and and then." when as it's become more prevalent that people in texas are probably eight times out of 10 going to have a firearm loaded
1: exactly abish calm down real quick <laughs> right well that's what <laughs> i mean honestly that's why i kind of like scream and yell in my car because to let all of that anger <laughs> let all that anger out because open
0: the window friend
1: no i mean because in la that was a big thing to the freeway shootings you know oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. i was always oh, afraid shit. someone was gonna you know pull a fucking piece on me and I'm like, I'm not that angry, but yeah, I will cuss at you in my car.
0: Also, now I'll still, I'm still good for a flip off, but I have mm-hmm. to look at them first to make sure. Yeah, like, no, I don't do that. You have to do like that five second look and see. Okay, mm-hmm. is this person carrying a gun or no? And then you just flip <laughs> them off and like hope for the best, friend. But you've got
1: to see. That's my. That's my. That's Bryant. too. He flips off. He doesn't really flip off. He loves the horn though. He lives on the horn
0: oh nice and uh, i always i off. get
1: uh, i get on him that i was like that is not what a horn is meant for and then i love it, it. meant for emergency situations no. not he was like well they need to know I'm
0: like, what do yeah, they, they need? do need to know what do you mean see see you'd you rather and just brian, yeah me and brian would be uh, great just, on a road trip you because you like to scream at yourself with the windows up mm-hmm. no i gotta let that shit out no that's why i'm happy that my car has a sunroof Especially, you know, when it's the I can open it because then you're going to see my whole fucking arm (laughs) hanging out of my car, flipping you off until you cannot see me anymore. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I. yeah. So I, 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 I can get that upset, but I normally don't.
0: And now I think it's flipped on me because I drive like a grandma. Yeah. Because I happen to love my car a lot and I don't mm-hmm. want it to get hurt. So right. I just drive like a grandma. So now it's probably everybody else road raging <laughs> and r- I'm oblivious playing fucking Taylor Swift in, in the car, just singing and driving forty and <laughs> the freeway and Hello. Fuck all y'all. It's me. I'm the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. How
0: about that? Go right. around, bitch.
1: I know. It's it's crazy. But I mean honestly, though, I'm I'm so happy for the fall weather. It's so nice. I mean, it, it is. It got hot again. And I'm like, why is it hot? It is November hot for
0: two days. And then it's cold today.
1: <sighs> yeah, I'm getting pissed. Pissed. that way.
0: Hopefully it will. You were looking yeah. though, I was gonna tell you I, I didn't tell uh, you in the break room when I was making this coffee, this much needed coffee. Yes. I, I was gonna tell you you look, you're looking very thin.
1: Oh, thank you. That's why
0: when you told me you want to lose more, I was like, well, we'll be, how far yeah. are we taking it? Because your tan has faded, you know, yeah. from summer. Yeah,
1: true.
0: You cut your long um, Native American hair. Sure did. So now you really look like Billy Jones from <laughs> down at 123 uh, Elm Street. You are looking yeah, uh, mean, very boil.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I... I've been working very hard. Yeah, you have. And I've been really, really strict, sticking to my program, mm-hmm. and it's paying off. I can feel it. I I tell, can, I can you know, tell. I can friend. tell. You're myself. a little friskier. I can yeah. see
0: a little, little more bounce mm-hmm. in your, mm-hmm. uh, little, little more yeah. <laughs> a little more saison. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, a little more saison coming through. Yeah,
1: I have a lot of energy right now too, so it's that. It's a good mm-hmm. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know what? And I feel like it's all kind of, it's all sort of manifesting itself in my life as well because i've had a lot of momentum with the job search i've had you know a couple of interviews with recruiters which i know it's you know that doesn't sound so impressive because i haven't you know made it you know to that next level yet or got gotten offers but at least i'm talking to people i feel like for months i haven't been able to talk to anybody and i feel like if i can just talk to somebody you know it Mm -hmm. will i can I can at least let give them a sense of who I am and what I can offer, right? Yeah. And so far in each so I've had I think like four recruiting interviews. One I'm hoping I think will be moving to the next stage, which is yeah. really great. Um the other three, they were great conversations with the recruiters. Unfortunately, I think the positions were um a little junior. So mm-hmm. we both, you know, you in can... discussing it, you know, we f- i figured out like that oh this world is probably not this that. is beneath me.
0: Well, no, no. <laughs> this is beneath me. Right. No, I get it. Yeah, I get um, it. Um
1: but you know it's it's weird too like in, especially in our industry in the finance industry it is you never know what a title means. Like yeah. at some place a manager might mean a vice president position. Yeah. Uh you know or it might also a manager might mean a supervisor position mm-hmm. to another place. So, mm-hmm. you know, there were a couple of them that there were a couple too that were just kind of like officer or you know oh. compliance specialist mm-hmm. but in certain in some circles like a specialist could be a really high yeah you know high role so anyways it was just like in a, in i've had like three of those recruiters were like okay well if something comes up i'm going to save your resume yeah because really like you yeah. and we think that you know you'd you be can, a good good asset right so at least i mean you know those are some positive things because mm-hmm. girl. I would get real, real down. Shit ain't right about it. Shit ain't right.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, that's. Uh, I think it was just it was more. It wasn't better.
1: even really that I'm. I was getting down, but I was just like.
0: It's ain't. You can. You can get in your frustrating. head. Frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, you can get in your head about that shit.
1: Because it's like, and then I become obsessive, and like for for me, I'll become obsessive about it. So then I was just like spending, you know, mm-hmm. like my jo- my full time job right now is finding a job. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting in front of a computer all day long looking for positions that are uh-huh. right for me right if I find it's a right position I then go hunt for if I know somebody who works for that company mm-hmm. if I know somebody who works for that company can they get my resume to the recruit I mean th- mm-hmm. it's really like it's intense it's I not know. Like, yeah
0: it's a whole shit it's a whole thing to find
1: yeah I mean it's I don't think job. I, I think you know probably a lot of boomers and shit that you know like oh why don't you just get a job well it's not that freaking easy like yeah you know it's... i put
0: the e explicit on here friend you can say oh, fuck. it's not
1: fucking it's not that fucking easy it's fine <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so um no i'm so, sorry yeah, you're, no. So, you're, anyways so i know you're... we we talk about this all the time but you know it's my life so but... listen
0: that's what this is about yeah our
1: lives exactly and this... i think but like i said i think things are getting better I, i'm honestly i think something will really materialize after the first of the year when budgets open up and all that stuff. So until then, but it's funny because when, you know, in, you know, I'm kind of looking, it's almost six months that I've been on this job search and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've been collecting unemployment the whole time. and, And yes, I was looking at my benefits like there, there's a whole you know dashboard that they have that shows you know what your maximum benefits packages and then you know, yeah how much you have left and you have to it. go
0: on the computer every week and click click it so oh yeah you, so you can get your monies. Mm-hmm. well it's like mm-hmm. every
1: two weeks you can make a claim yeah for make your, a claim for your money and then get right? your monies and so I'm looking at it and I was like huh it says that I have X amount of dollars of X amount of dollars that have been paid out
0: mm-hmm
1: I was like well it looks like it's only you know a couple more months left, so I'm all. Do I have to reapply to you know <laughs> <laughs> to replenish this benefits amount because this is a paltry amount for the amount of time that I've had to work throughout my life. Uh
0: huh.
1: I was like, this th- this can't just be it, and I was like, I just. <laughs> you gotta come to the light, Caroline. Come back to the light, Caroline. I'm I my naive ass was like, Oh, do you just get unemployment until you, you know, find another job because
0: that's what you thought the benefit of that this country would give you as it's one of its hardworking citizens all your life. You thought they would help you until you found of another course. job. Like,
1: yes, I paid into this <laughs> for <laughs> or maybe I don't I think mean... we pay into it. I think your employers pay into it, but still I have mm-hmm. worked for twenty three years
0: no we don't pay into it we do i don't think we pay into it i think
1: your employers pay into it Mm -hmm. but still i make money for these employers so i am paying for that
0: i'm with you i'm right there with you
1: and i was just like so where do i go to like you know reapply like where do i get my refill
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's no refills who
1: do i I call to like you know re-up no you know this isn't like you
0: can go refill your cup again right no is clearly
1: not like you know Mm -hmm. replenishing your prepaid visa card
0: no when you get it done when it's over it's it's it is over i was like this is some what like how do what how do people keep going right good question friend hopefully you hope you find a job before it (laughs)
1: runs out i'm
0: speaking for the poor people now
1: guys So totally. well, I've never, I've never been, so this is the first time I've actually yeah, really ever been done it, yeah. unemployed in my life for an extended period of time mm-hmm. that wasn't while I was in school. Right. Because I've been, I've been working my ass off since I was 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Um And yep. the only times I didn't work was when I was in school. And yeah. even sometimes then, like, at least in my sort of, in my senior year of college, mm-hmm. I worked the entire time. Yeah, so for too. my senior year of college. Through now, oh I have continuously mm-hmm. worked.
0: Isn't that wild? We have never. I've been working since I was sixteen. I started at Kmart, mm-hmm. and they used to pay us cash at the Kmart.
1: Wow, really?
0: Yes, we'd go to a little table every Friday and get our mm-hmm. little envelope with cash.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember having to go to the bank and cash my check, or I'd give it to my mom and she would cash it. But isn't um, but but
0: but when you talk about I have never not worked. I'm thinking in, in my life, you know, I. I don't think i've ever gone more than a month or two without working yeah i think the longest i went was maybe s- close to six months six
1: months yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i don't know it's and it's not like for you know for what we've been talking about it's not for it was weird it working. felt weird it's just yeah i i mean it's felt weird and yes i had been i'm not gonna say that you know i could probably get a job
0: Yes, I could, Aww. I
1: could have probably gotten a job three, four months ago, but it would be taking a demotion or right. taking a pay cut. And that's, I'm not there in my doing, career. doing yet. that
0: yet. Mm-hmm. So
1: I am being picky and I am holding out for, you know, the right a position. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like, you know, my experience and my, uh, you know, worth, uh, you know, warrant that so yeah so it's like you know but i just i don't i it really girl i was i was like pressed i was i was angry i was like what do you mean what do you mean you just i don't get unemployment i i should be getting unemployment while i am unemployed not unemployment for the Mm -hmm. amount of time that they think you deserve to have unemployment yeah
0: join the club friend
1: I'm part, I mean, doing- I, you know, and I, I know we've talked about this. And uh, so that is, I mean, it was that situation when I found out about that, how unemployment benefits do not continue.
0: Yeah, they don't.
1: And then in Texas, we just had, well, nationally, we just had a sort of midterm election. It wasn't a huge one, but yeah. there were a lot of, I think, important, uh, Issues. Yeah. You know, that propositions. were propositions that were on the table. Um one thing that really upset me was in Texas they passed or a proposition was passed to prohibit a wealth tax on an individual or family. Mm. Now it did not or it, it passed because I think people are you know, they hear the word tax and they immediately, you know, to that's horrible like no we can't do that yeah what i don't what i don't think people understood about this first of all there is no current wealth tax in that is law in texas Mm -hmm. so they're basically prohibiting a tax that has not are that has not been put in place Mm -hmm. and it it, what's frustrating to me is that like the people who are voting on this Mm -hmm. they are not none of these people like most of the people that voted are they I think they think that they're going to be affected by that yeah but they're not they're not they They don't make enough money right yeah but they think wealth tax They think oh cuz they got you know you're not gonna tax my $50,000 a year right right and guess what they are taxing the shit out of your fifty thousand dollars yes, a year
0: yes, I get it. you know
1: who's not getting taxed the super you know ultra wealthy which the wealth tax is meant to you know mm-hmm. I, I, and again, I don't think any state in in the union mm-hmm. has passed a wealth tax, right I think it is a concept that's been passed around because mm-hmm. you have. 1% or whatever it is, 1% of the population holding like 85% of the wealth or whatever the statistics are. Mm-hmm. I know it's something outrageous like that. And the, the, the problem is, is that that, you know, 1% or 5% or whatever it is, they are so afraid of losing their wealth and power mm-hmm. that they have others convinced mm-hmm. that if you pass something like that, it will affect them right and right, their right, generation right. which is bullshit yeah so this is to protect your elon musks of the world your you know ultra billionaires out there yes yeah, and is... it just it, it was frustrating so like i mean i don't know
0: all the rest Ooh, of I them were pa- de- passed yeah some there was there was some good really ones. good ones the i home, mean there was the home ex uh what, do you, what the, was the,
1: it there's a homestead exemption homestead, proposition yeah. that, that was increased one. it from 40k to 100k that was good Uh um there were there were also some really good propositions on there you know um setting up a fund to uh you know fund state parks and conservation issues yeah um but there were also some propositions like that went to you know give taxes exemptions to big pharma Mm -hmm. and to big agriculture and Mm -hmm. it's just you know we continue to vote the problem that i feel like is like as I think the middle class continues to vote against their interest and Mm -hmm. that's what's frustrating. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why today I would like to announce my (laughs) candidacy right here on the two hot tamales podcast. (sighs) No, I mean, it's just, yes, friend, I support this. I mean, I just, I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like,
0: I think you'd be great. At yeah. local government. Here's my thing with you. Like, I get it, right? Cause I read these and um I'm I'm involved with my city, local city government, right? And yeah. um I am by no means like a political scholar or any shit like that, right? I just I mean, kind of no, but you you big brains, you know, you're smart. Yeah. So <laughs> so I I was telling Charles guys, I was telling Charles, like I think he should get on one of these like um City of Dallas has boards and commissions. And I think you would be great at that because yeah. a lot of times, and this is what I, what I uh, realized, you know, some years ago, as I continued to work with my local city government was that I would see national news, national news. And, you know, we get pissed off, like we could get pissed about a lot of things right now, you know, yeah. whatever your opinion is on that. But I knew I couldn't do much about it. Yeah. But when I got involved with local city government, I knew 100% that in my backyard I am able to make change. I am able to go to my city council if I don't like something and if they even if they don't do anything. Right. I can still go to one of their meetings and rip them out out in a nice way for 3 minutes and at least right. you feel heard and you're seen. But mm-hmm. I think if with the the along with the city council there's boards and commissions that are given, you know, of you oversee the city money
1: right 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 yeah you're you're, you're responsible for you're administering those programs administering
0: sure, right. ma- yeah budget and and all right. of that and i i think you should do that yeah i think I, you know
1: part of me is part of me is really close to um you know i've made the small step of
0: taking on your,
1: the position of vice president at of the your, volunteer hoa so i think HOA. that is you know a huge step in the right direction yeah um, but no, I mean, it, part of me wants to like, part of me d- doesn't want to carry that torch mm-hmm. and really, you know, I, I just feel like sometimes, you know, there's so many people where, mm-hmm. or so many of these politicians and that, I guess that's kind of my fear too, is that I would become one of them. Um, but, you know, I feel like there is no... There's too much of things are black and white, you know, Mm -hmm. in politics. And Mm -hmm. even in, you know, whether that be local politics or federal or state. And it's like, I don't think it's that easy. I think Mm -hmm. people try, I think politicians try to make it that easy. Mm -hmm. Because sadly, you know, a lot of people need to have, they need things explained to them in layman's terms. Hell yeah. You know, but... At the same time, I just, I think a lot of times they they get, an issue can get reduced to such a simple, you know, form that it then becomes, it, it, it waters down the issue and mm-hmm. you, and you then have to pick these sides that, mm-hmm. you know, don't end up affecting change. Right. And I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like. If they had people, if more politicians I felt were, and maybe it's that whole reaching across the aisle thing, you know, just being willing to like, you know, accept somebody else's point of view. Like, you don't always have to be right, you know? I think it, and I think that's what really is hampering our government is that you have these two parties and like, and, and, you know, I feel, you know, the GOP is probably a little bit more guilty of this Mm -hmm. um but i you know i think you know democrats as well can be you know can be stubborn and Mm hard-headed about uh, Mm -hmm. about things Mm -hmm. and then let's not talk about i mean i think the other underlying factor that nobody talks about especially at the federal level is how many of these corporations are in the pockets of these politicians whether they're democrats or gop or independents and you know when I, I think a lot of them are representing these corporate interests mm-hmm. rather than representing people's interests. One hundred percent. You know, and but people don't say it, you know? It's like no, no nobody says it. The same it, thing, yeah. It's like it's the dirty secret nobody wants to talk about. But yeah. you know, they want to talk about, you know, when they go and they do their you know political speeches, it's all about mm-hmm. that's why I really liked I really like I really like Beto. Um mm-hmm. because yeah, I don't think he did him, I don't yeah. think he accepted uh corporate Funds as part of his campaign.
0: I'm not sure.
1: (sighs) He may have, but I don't think he was. I don't think he did. I think most of his campaign funds were mm -mm. grassroots funds. Yeah, I don't remember. Um,
0: He was a good guy.
1: I really like him. I do. I I I, I hope. I hope he does get a chance to govern in the state.
0: Make a comeback. Let me tell Mm. you where I think, and this may be me being totally off. Here's where I think that Beto might have screwed it up for himself. He's very passionate. Yes. And he's a very aggressive. Yes. Um, which sometimes can be perceived by the public as a person who might also be impulsive. So do you remember when um I know he's like me, friend. I see myself <laughs> in better. So anyway, do you remember when every the war the Texas I hope mm-hmm. most of the people in Texas were shocked by the Uvalde shooting. Oh of
1: course. Yeah yes. it was
0: it was horrific, yeah. right? That everybody right wasn't high like the tension was high of the course. gun right. talk was high everybody was devastated it was like right. this horrific thing of
1: course
0: so during that time beto mm-hmm. and i don't know if they could not get a control on this man or oh, they yeah. couldn't <laughs> tell me why did beto go running mm-hmm. into a big ass press conference where the sure governor mm-hmm. and this was in the middle of his campaign trail right he was in, he was doing good i, I was like I think Beto's got a shot, you yeah, know.
1: Yeah. And
0: then he goes running in there, and let me tell you, the governor and those people—they took that and they ran with that. Mm-hmm. They made him look crazy. They made <sighs> him look like—and th- these are the things that, unfortunately, for as much as we don't like it, you know, mm-hmm. would I think he make a good governor? Hell yeah, I think he make an amazing governor. Mm-hmm. But it's like you just kind of alluded to play the game, right? You got to be, you got to play the game until you get your ass in that chair, honey. Right. Play the game.
1: The problem is I feel like the game is stacked against people like. Yeah. Like that don't,
0: yeah. you know,
1: and that's the problem. I think that's the other problem with, and what makes me, would make me hesitant about getting into sort of even local politics is that I feel like well, you have incumbency is so, I don't know. There's, I just feel like it, it's so not so much corrupt but it is so um leveraged towards that person like a new a new a new voice especially one that is smart mm-hmm. and uh you know trying to actually do the right thing make change yeah and, and make do changes the right that mm-hmm. are you know helpful to mm-hmm. people and not mm-hmm. corporations yeah I think they get pushed out real quick or because
0: oh, yeah, they don't have money they don't yeah, have money they don't have people
1: exactly.
0: who who they can get money from and right. they don't have money to to line somebody else's pockets, which a good example Mm -hmm. of this is, you know, West Dallas over by 35, close to downtown Mm -hmm. used to be West Dallas. Now we call it Trinity Groves. Oh, okay. used to be the barrio used to be the bajada used to Mm -hmm. be Los Altos out there. And then these developers saw an opportunity there and started buying up all the, the, the homes, the, and so on. Well, you know, in order for them to be able to continue to do some of these things, um, city council has to be on board with, with this. Right. Right. Um, so there was, there's a city council, two city council people out there, Omar Narvaez and Chad West. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're both. Oh, Omar. I used to think this cat was for the people, but now I see that he just like, he, I feel like he just kind of got bought off at some point because that's the other thing that I don't I don't I can't prove it or but I it's pretty fucking obvious mm-hmm. at some point in time somebody is lining somebody's pockets if you're able to go and gentrify a whole community and nobody stop you. Right. So there was a guy, so there was a guy who came out in in Bishop Arts is what they call it now, yeah. which was, yeah. you know, still West Dallas, Oak Cliff. Right, right um and he his name was gino Mm -hmm. Gio, geo and he was Gio for oak cliff here's what and and i don't know i I guess i could be good at helping people with image and and shit like that pr shit Mm -hmm. so he gets out and he's an artist he's a professor he's smart Mm -hmm. he has all of the things like you said that he does want to make change for the community but what do you think he did friend to go move a bunch of people to vote against all of these uh developers coming in and taking their homes and and in culture away from oak cliff mm-hmm. this friend since he's an artist mm-hmm. he went and got a bunch of pinatas made a bunch of pinatas mm-hmm. and put them on the corners all over west dallas in oak cliff yeah. telling people we need to get out and vote it was a clown show mm-hmm. i was like bro the audience that you're appealing to which would be like your younger hispanic young professional hispanics mm-hmm. like they got college degrees right you know they're not all out there you know in uh like the stereotypical that maybe he was perceiving would go for something like that mm-hmm. but the way he approached it was like you can't gain a momentum you're kind of insulting right you know even though that is our culture we love it but you're insulting me you're putting a pinata out on the corner by my house and you think it's gonna make me like follow you no you look like a clown yeah what did he need to do he should have gone and got some some high Found a way. I mean, I don't know how it's who you know too in politics, as you know it's yeah, all like who you know. He could have got the proper backing, then maybe he might have been been able to yeah. to shoot his shot in there, but he didn't. He lost by a massive, yeah. massive.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, that's unfortunate. I mean
0: mm. So now it's well. Whitey Town.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. you know word to but, the last. You know, anyways, I don't know. That I that, that's our segment of
0: Um, politics. The
1: political view on Two Hot Tamales podcast. Yeah. Now moving on.
0: Shit ain't right. (laughs) Move on to the next thing. Yeah, so that's it. That's it, guys. That's all you get this week. Um, Like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you next week.